Public Space Travel is a leftist, anti-capitalist podcast of disgruntled academics, video gamers, and friends. Our belief is that knowledge should be made more accessible and be used for anti-oppression and non-hierarchical revolutionary ends. You can support what we do at patreon.com forward slash public space travel and reach out to us at publicspacetravel at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 208-502-1406. Now, on to the show. Public space travel. Public space travel. And so on and so on. I can't help but believe that in the future, we'll see throughout the world an increasing trend toward the next logical step. We achieve full communism. Public space travel. Public space travel. And so on and so on. All right. Welcome to Public Space Travel, uh, the podcast that gives you everything you want and desire. This is the weekly warp edition, of course. Today is September 27th, 2020. I am Lucy. We have with us today, we have Lazarus. Say hello, hello Lazarus. And we have uh, Hunty. Hi. And um, today we're just going to talk about our feels because um, that's all there is to talk about. I, <laughs> I know... I. I, the last episode that I did that I don't think got released, um, I kind of went on a rant about how I have been trouble with the format of of what we're doing because um, I don't want to just be another like talking head like the hill kind of thing, just reading the news at people that they've already read because they all have Twitter, um, and reading the news because they all have Twitter. <laughs> I assume. Fuck. <laughs> Carry on. Um, it's and uh, it is it is um, and I I'm kind of just like I want to talk about how I feel more than what's going on because what's going on when I just say like oh this over happened in Arkansas then I'm like well how do I feel about that and so I want I know that you all like to talk about feels too so I want to talk about feels because. Um, uh, the election is in like five weeks or something and I literally was just saying to Lazarus that I don't remember the last time I've got like an actual full night of sleep like I know that I wake up thinking you know I got like seven to eight hours but I don't feel like I got seven to eight hours and uh, I just want to I'm curious to know how y'all are feeling and um, please help me to not feel alone in this <laughs> Today, I would just today. like to say that I think this is really important, actually. I think it's good that that you and Lazarus, that Lucy and Lazarus both want are, like, men. I don't know about, like, men's men. I don't know if that's a good thing to even call somebody. But anyway, you identify, yes? Do you identify both as male? As, as male, yes, I do. It, to some degree. And then, and I think that that's important to be men, to for Lucy to identify they, them. Sorry, Lazarus. This may be a conversation for another weekly warp. We can definitely or put it in here. Fantastic. This is news to me, actually. I think that it's important for people to talk about their feelings, regardless, really, of gender identity or expression. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, people who, you know, especially upon visual inspection, maybe identify, other people would identify them as male. I think it's really important 
to talk about feelings because a lot of times dudes just aren't sort of given that latitude or that space to be able to do that. So I just had like a really long conversation with my sister about this actually because she's raising a boy and I, I raised a boy. And so I'm like, how do you make sure that it's okay for people to have that space to be like, I'm mm-hmm. having feelings about this and this is what they are. Like fear, like fear for the future. Mm-hmm. Once again, fuck. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. all fucked. And then <laughs> that's our, that's like our feel, feeling down about, you know, the state of the current and probably where it's going to go. And, you know, don't, don't, don't isolate up. I mean, you gotta, you gotta reach out and, you know, connect with other people and really take care of yourself and others. Um, I mean, I guess, to a certain extent, of course, like, I guess different people have different ways of coping through this and that can include, you know, more, you know, introversion or ice. Yeah. Introversion, but maybe the isolation is the hazardous, potentially hazardous, dangerous part that uh, we need to consider. So today on today's episode, we are field team six for all of you. We're coming in the special emotions operations team. <laughs> it's so easy to be isolated right now though and sometimes uh, it just yes. feels safer like sometimes i just feel safer just in in my little yeah. in my little dome mm-hmm. both the biodome dome. yes well both like in my head you know like it's, it seems like a safer <laughs> place in here most of the time <laughs> most yeah. of the time this yeah. is safer my dome is safer also my biodome is safer so it's easy to isolate and it's easy to just say i don't want to engage with any mm-hmm. of the things that are happening outside of this space do you yeah. think that it's easier to do the isolation because it feels better uh specifically because like covid19 is like amplifying that like it's really pushing like a isolate from your neighbors six feet at least. I mean, y- yes, I, I, but that's too simplistic. I think yeah. the world right now is just a scary place, and COVID nineteen sure amplifies that. But I think when I look around the world, mm. I, I, I am just deeply mistrustful of other humans right now. <laughs> like, like, like that is in my feels. Like deep, it mm. any red hat, it any it could be a Houston Astros. <laughs> it could be. San Diego, like the what is it or uh, the Angels, uh, the Angel. It could it, it could be, it could be any the hat Aztecs. if it is red. Yeah, Anaheim. Wide berth. Yeah. Six feet is not <laughs> enough. I I feel that there's another part where like you're saying like you know staying isolated in your head, and I really feel that because like even because. Because it feels like even if we talk about stuff, you know, like if I'm talking to my partner about things or whatever, it's at some level. It's like I don't even want to talk about anything because it's like nothing changes. And I feel like the only thing I can do is actually keep everything in in a container, especially now where it's like it, there's like there's this there's this compartment in my head like and this sucks. Actually, this really sucks because I I spent a lot of time trying to unlearn how to come compartmentalize as well as I used to. And now I'm in a place where I'm actually doing that because I feel like it's the only way I can move forward because there's, you know, the five weeks. What's going to happen in five weeks? I don't know. I have to put that in a small little compartment and put that away and try to just do anything else that I can do to not think about that and other things, of course. But, like, that, there's, like, there's, there's this, like, there's this 
deep dark area in the in the attic where where these thoughts are going right now. You know, I wonder about that actually. Um, I wonder about like people doing research about trauma and this like period of history specifically because I think that people are already starting to talk about it a little bit more, but I think that I think that research is really going to take a turn to this idea of like trauma and trauma memory and like because because I feel every day like we're being traumatized by the Trump administration. I, literally every day. Mm-hmm. There's something that they say, do, participate in, sign. That it, it, It's just like... Yeah. I think that compartmentalizing in this way in that people and people do that when they're traumatized, like you have to, you have to compartmentalize to be able to walk through spaces anymore and to like be a part of society because you just, there are too Mm -hmm. many things sort of, you know, like happening to your brain. It's fucking scary. Yeah. I I feel the, the trust, the trust thing too. Cause I, even when I, when I do go out into the world, like if I, you know, I, I, I try to do the Walmart pickup, but if there's something they don't have, then obviously I have to go into the grocery store. And and when, I, when I'm going to things like that, it's like I have to tell myself that not everyone in the store is going to hurt me because I don't trust mm. white people, white men specifically also. Like, I don't trust someone to also, like, throw a fit about, like, oh, is today the day where I'm going to happen to where I'm going to witness someone becoming viral because they threw a fit about wearing a mask. Like, I really just don't want to see that. And I hope that doesn't happen. But I have to like talk all of these like scenarios out of my head going into just to pick up like eggs or something. I have not been in an actual like grocery store or shopping place since August. I actually, it's like on my calendar because I went in to grab like August 29th, I think. Like I have not gone into a place and I'm... Wow. I'm fucking angry that the only place I can do pickup right now is Walmart. Like, I wish other places had yeah. that. They kind of don't. Yeah. In in my yeah. in my world right yeah. now, Walmart is my only option. And I'm also grateful for it. So I'm conflicted yeah. about that bullshit. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even... Su- mm-hmm. Go, sorry. Yeah, I, I feel... No, I'm done. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say... Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, I was going to say I feel really grateful, but also like really bad for um, the people who like go, like basically work at the store or have to go into the store because like maybe they're doing like Instacart or something. And basically they're like risking their lives in order to get the groceries of other people who either can't afford it or, or just got a time slot or like, you know, all of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's basically, at least for, like, say, for example, Instacart, but I guess, like, both of them, too. Like, you're paying somebody to risk their life so that you can not have that time when you're in the store with, like, you know, uh, the chance of, like, catching whatever. And instead, you know, I just want the groceries, and I'll pay you for your time to risk it for my my life. Um, yeah. I think that Lycan had said on a prior episode that, like, the essential workers are like they're the replaceable or like the the essential workers but they're like like, basically the replaceable workers right they need they're they're part of the mechanisms that help the economy move but like they're constantly putting their life on the line for it's like the 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 peasant infantry that the lords would use back in feudal times to soften (laughs) the blow on the front line that's right the spearmen they're essential because they help soften the blow for your your valued units and then your 
that's that and that's so true. that's that's the whole I was thing thinking i always feel that. bad when i pick up food i always like because it's always yeah. like these kids and i don't know if they have this attitude of like i'm gonna live forever like i i'm always trying to figure it out and i'm also just like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry thank you for the eggs i'm so sorry <laughs> like, <laughs> did you know that they're not allowed to be tipped yeah i hate that yeah so i put money in my trunk and i'm mm. like oh did you drop that mm. <laughs> i love that i really love that um <laughs> it, it so far so far two people have been like oh we can't i'm like i'm pretty sure you dropped it and they're like <laughs> yeah just like, like, like you're that. welcome dude like i got i have 20 dollars that i want to add like just put it in your pocket you obviously like dropped that. it yeah you dropped, you dropped this oh look at this <laughs> on the ground who is this for but i put it in my trunk so it's still no contact yeah. it's still like contactless tipping I I like but that. i want to make sure some of that money goes because that i mean like thank you for bringing my shot to my car like i realize that this interaction yeah. is the safest for both of us yeah. and also you still have to be in the store like i know you walk mm. around and pick everything yeah. out for me yeah. so and you're around other coworkers who might not be as safe in their day-to-day yeah, yeah. um so 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 that's I, a really I was good idea. i've been Oh, I've been thinking a lot about um, the group of or groups of people who like, I think for us, like the theme of this is like, man, the world is depressing. It's scary. It's dangerous. But I'm really curious about groups of people who maybe aren't feeling that way. They're like, yay, Trump is going to win. COVID is fake news. It's not out there. I'm angry that all these places are closed and I'm forced to wear a mask, but like, I'm not duped in the lie. Like, like I trying to imagine that kind of like mindset and uh, perhaps the few people who in this world right now who are just like, why is everybody so sad? Why is everybody so sad? I'm so happy right now. Guys, come on, let's go get tapas. Is this the whole like ignorance is bliss thing? Yeah. I don't know anybody like that. And I don't really know anybody. So that doesn't say much. Cognitive dissonance is bliss. I don't think that this is well and ignorance. Maybe it's both things, but it's like it's like any time you watch Gordon, Jordan Klepper, like people. I mean, really, like you have to go, like you have to watch Jordan Klepper interact yeah. with these people, and it's just it's mind numbing. But oh, have y'all seen that? Uh, is it Netflix? The one about social media and the way that I like the bots sort of mm-hmm. like cultivate the things that you see. I'm not confused anymore yeah. at fucking all about these people. That's why I was like, they get the news from Twitter. That's why I'm like, Ugh, fudge nugget. <laughs> yep. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm Does not cursing, but yep. like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I was like, fudge nugget. That is fudge. Nugget. Hunty, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? That's how you know things are bad. When Hunty's not swearing. I've lost. I've lost. I've lost the touch. Yeah, there's there's that, and I think the other thing, like like speaking about trauma, is is the 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 um. I always get these confused, like all these layers of these higher these labels of hierarchy, but like the GA. Uh, for Brianna, Brianna's case is it the GA that made the announcement? Uh, DA, I think it's the, it was the district attorney. District attorney, okay. He was the district attorney. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, AG. AG yeah, attorney. Uh, attorney yeah, this, is, this is why I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. Sorry, whoever is that asshole? Um, you know, uh, 
being a complete shit face fuck and just coming out and just, you know, uh, being a piece of shit. And then, you know, the, the idea that it's just like, we're supposed to just take it. Like we're so, like, like I was telling Lazarus before. Is that the black man? Is that the black man who's the yeah. AG? Yeah. The Trump, the Trump, the black who's man also who's the Trump, Trump supporter. Yeah, who was, I, he yeah. was in, oh, um, I didn't know that. He was featured as a prominent token black man in the, uh, in the GOP, uh, yeah. convention, um, and Trump, Trump said he's going to be a star. He's going to be a star. A star. Yeah. He's going to be a star. Uh, Ew. And there were, Too good at there's it. A, uh, there was another video of, uh, I wish I could remember her name, but yeah. she, she gave a speech uh, calling out um, I, him. Yeah. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. We're just going to call him that, yeah. that dickhead AG. Shit face fuck. The dickhead. Calling him out uh, as a sellout to his own people. Um uh, uh, w- call, um, reference him as you know one of the the black people back uh, back in the day who would help the white people uh, get slaves and bring rally, them over on ships. Yeah, it, that was powerful. Bring them over on ships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we'll we'll try to link that actually because that's that's a really mm-hmm. good clip. But that's how that's how I feel. That's how I think a lot of people feel, and it's it's so frustrating that that they could that the city could preemptively call a state of emergency and then set up barricades and all of this stuff. And all the while, all along the while they're doing these things, they don't stop to think to themselves, maybe we're actually the bad people. Maybe we're, maybe we're not doing a good thing. If we feel like this is all necessary, like maybe we actually are hurting our community. If what we're about to do is going to make our community so mad that we have to preemptively do all these things to, you know, protect our buildings um protect the neighbor's walls isn't that like the wasn't that like the ruling yeah. like it wasn't about her death it was about like oh the bullets oh, went yeah. through the neighbor's yeah. wall and, the, and that's reckless they, they uh what, what was that 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 thing it's they 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 charged the one they charged the one cop for the bullets that missed not for the murder yeah wanted wanted endangerment um, yeah it's 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 like this it's like the compartmentalization thing of like okay well i kind of just like you expect it i expect it but i hate that i expect it like i hate that i'm not surprised and then i hate that it has to be like okay well of course then it's going to be protests and then there's going to be people you know police involved in more police brutality and then there's going to be people online who are going to justify yeah. the police brutality and justify the 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 yeah. the sentencing or whatever and there yeah that and that that whole and and the people who are doing that like i mm-hmm. i am you were talking about the the young woman who spoke so eloquently about the black attorney general i i am confused about basically all segments of the population if you're not a rich white man i do not understand your support of this administration at all like i just don't understand Mm -hmm. there's a guy that i know who who i who i like who i genuinely like but he 
posted this thing on fucking social media because of course that's where he posted it about about protecting cops if he sees something going down and i'm like this makes me real and i posted i was like this makes me really sad like why would you why is it necessary to post something like this those those people are trained and they chose this profession and they're there with guns and ammunition and body shields and tanks and why would you need to protect protect them like why is that even necessary why aren't you posting about protecting the disenfranchised or the marginalized or like what like why i don't understand he's a person of color i i i am can, i don't yeah i don't understand that veterans world war ii veterans i'm like y'all actually fought against fascism like y'all were actually mm-hmm. deployed to <laughs> defeat fascist go like are you serious right now what mm-hmm. what <laughs> women yeah like my brain nearly explodes like any uh, yeah. woman yeah, like, yeah. who supports trump like yeah. how can you look yeah how can you stomach yeah. it like how can you call yourself a patriot and then and then uh and then get excited for terrorizing americans ideology is a hell of a drug it's yeah there can we do like a reading of Franz Fanon for the psychology of like, you know, Wretch of the Earth, like talking about the psychology of the, of the oppressed, the oppressor psychology logic and the oppressed. Like I was just having this conversation this morning about like when you convince the oppressed that they're not oppressed, like, damn, that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, some history friends of mine were talking about Mussolini earlier today. I saw they were, had this whole conversation going on. I was like, Damn. Like, how does somebody who has basically no ideological foundation, Trump, Trump, I mean, because really, Trump is not smart enough to have an ideological foundation. Like, that's not, that's not what happens. But he, but he. His ideological foundation is himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, narcissists can, narcissists have ideological foundations. But how do you, how do you take a person who doesn't have that, but does have the ability to rile rile folks up on an emotional level yeah like ha- mm-hmm. that's how that's how that happens yeah like that's how yeah i also feel like part of it is like the the temporary billionaire or the the temporarily shamed billionaire mindset i forget what is how it's actually called but like this this idea that a lot of people have in this society where uh they they don't have a lot of money and they are getting shit on by the system but they still believe in the system because they believe one day they will have money and that's just a matter of hard yeah. work and time, and that's all it is. So they're just they're just temporarily inconvenienced billionaires. Yeah, I wonder too. Temporarily like, inconvenienced billionaires. Like, <laughs> like just for a minute. Like my McMansion just ain't done yet. <laughs> yeah, get- I'm about to have. Just wait. All this hard work's gonna pay. <laughs> I mean, I was talking earlier in our uh, in our chat when I, I was sharing about this this person I know who who um you know didn't have a lot to say about uh anything that was going on about anything at all until uh the protests started breaking out and then some of the riots started breaking out and then his his concern was about the rioting and looting and then when i uh messaged him directly because i met i know this person and i met this person in person um Message them directly saying, oh, yeah, thanks for pointing out what happens when cops uh, fail to do their jobs and instead spend their time uh, beating protesters uh, and stuff like that. He he didn't really answer. And then he just changed all his posts to be about, 
we only have one life to live and we just have to, you know, li- do what makes us happy and, yeah. you know, like g- just, you know, go for, you know, we don't know all the answers to everything and we could all just <laughs> sit here and make arguments here and there about whatever. And then he just stopped posting about anything, you know, relevant to the, anything that's going on after that. And, and the reason I bring that up is because it's interesting to me because I know from this, this person's story is they literally had nothing to their name. They were, they were living uh, in bathrooms, basically, uh, for a long time. And they did work hard to a point where now they have money and they're able to travel uh, at will, wherever they feel like it, buy whatever they want to buy. And now it's like they don't care. And that's the part that's also interesting to me. Like you, I don't understand how, how, how you can go from having like nothing and being shit on and basically being homeless to now you have a whole bunch of money and now you just don't care about what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's part of like the temporary. They were like, "Oh well, it's you know, uh, uh, it was it was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time for me to be a billionaire, and it's also just a matter of time for you." What's that? So now, I mean, like we can talk about Kanye if you want to, but I mean, oh, what's that song where he's where he's like talk, uh, talking about the kid who's like a fry cook, and he's like he's gonna turn a Benz out of that Datsun, you know? Like I'm thinking about that line in that song uh, because that's that bootstraps mentality where it's like, yeah, you just gotta work mm-hmm. as a fry cook, and then soon you're gonna be flipping burgers, and then the next thing you know, yeah, a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Because that's like the peak, like that's the peak of life, right? Like, you know, oh, I did it! I finally got the Mercedes Benz. Uh-huh. I finally got the Mercedes Benz. Everything, including world hunger. Yeah, is all my solved. problems are solved. I don't give a shit about everybody else. <laughs> or at least, at least you know, maybe it's not solved, but at least my I don't have to look you at can, it as much anymore. You can look at the world's problems so through solved. the luxury like, of, the, like the, whole of thing. the leather like, S class Mercedes. Exactly. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I have I have always looked at the world as like whether or not I will have toilet paper for the month. Like I don't know if we've talked about this. That's, like because having been in a space where like I had nothing and I was like pregnant and living in like one of those places where you spend like you buy your space week to week. You know, like one of those like long stay hotels or whatever. Like. Um, like my partner mm-hmm. never really understood mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my weird hoarding tendencies. Like he's like, why, why do we need two Costco size <laughs> paper towels? Like, why do we need that? And I'm like, you just, you don't know if you're not going to have the money to get toilet paper for the whole month. Like you don't. And so he's like, this is nonsensical to me. Mm. And I'm like, it's not. And now, now yeah. I'm getting to a point where I don't, necessarily need two Costco but I mean I definitely still need the one Costco paper <laughs> yeah. towel container but because I, the, I just hoard necessities and he's like this is do you need 18 notebooks and I'm like maybe I was like if I go back <laughs> to school like if I need to like write something down you never know how many <laughs> notebooks they were 50 cents yeah. like yeah. that was a good deal so <laughs> oh, my that was kind of yeah. I, I kind of understand that uh, well not in the same vein but similar, <laughs> similar? it is similar but not as the va- same uh when i finally was able to you, you know get uh musical instruments that i really wanted oh yeah that i was like oh i finally can get it and i'm and i could instead pay more shares of my student loans but that's going to be with me forever so i should just do this now because this job probably won't <laughs> i feel that hard i love that 
Yeah. Are student loans on the on the ballot this year? Is that the other thing? I mean, I mean, I know that we have like the Supreme Court justice and like you know freedom and you know those sorts of things. But I mean, also our student <laughs> loans. Also, like we really need to have more yeah. ads. I feel like directed at the youngins or the oldens. Yeah. Who, I don't think so. I don't. I don't <laughs> think Biden is. I don't think doing so. anything for student loans. Yeah, I don't think he is either. We'll give you the first year of community college free. What? And when we mean that, we mean the first semester, half off, <laughs> buy one, get one free class. Like Memorial Day with sale? With 50 cent notebooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have to buy yeah. before. That's true. That's true. And after that, it's still, it's still full tuition, and it's also still just online. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Damn. Um, did did you all see the... Because we're, we're speaking here on Sunday, uh, the 27th. Did you all see that... Um, the protests in Portland, a bunch of Proud Boy uh, fascists. Mm. I think it's, uh, I didn't I think, see all of it. I yeah, there was like yeah, a huge gathering. Yeah, of it's Proud Boys it's. And, I and think it's probably going to happen again today too. But at least stuff. yesterday, there was a bunch of Proud Boys. And um, what was interesting is I was watching like this multiple live stream on the woke TV. I think the PST like main Twitter account like reposted it, but. Um, it showed like here's like the BLM, you know, like protesters, and then over here you can see like the live screening of like the Proud Boy, like American, and, and the Proud Boy one. It's like this huge American flag and like a tiny Proud Boy flag coming off of it. And there's a bunch of people, and I would say 95% of everybody had like some sort of tactical vest on, which could mean they were wearing body armor, but it also could mean they were just wearing a tack vest. And there, at the time when I was watching it, there was like this yellow gas that was going up off the stage. And I don't know if somebody was playing, but somebody was doing like um, the national anthem on electric guitar, or maybe they were just playing it. Um, but it was followed with just like more classic rock. And somebody was like, look, they're gassing themselves while listening to classic rock. And then it like panned over to like the BLM protest. And it was like, um, like the Proud Boy one was like oh, basically all white people, right? Um, lots of big white dudes. I guess, uh, but lots of white people. And then the BLM protests, like very diverse. Uh, they were giving like speeches that were like, like they were basically like teachings and like talking about like peaceful protest and like how we can change with the people. And it was such an interesting like dichotomy between like, uh, like this American USA and like electric guitar, classic rock, like weird bullshit with tack vests on to like diverse communities and like community building and teachings and and all that. But um, I, I think that I think that it, they titled their their protest and domestic terrorism, and it's funny because yes, <gasps> it's not funny because right. they don't understand that they're the ones participating yes. in the domestic. Right. <laughs> so did did you hear about uh, Trump's platinum plan or something like that for the black community? It, it's called his plan so, for the black community is called pl- what? the I think, platinum no. plan. I think it's. I think so. If I, rem- if I remember my reading correctly, yes. So basically it was uh, the platinum plan, which will purport- disproportionately, or I guess it, it, it's focused on like the black community. It's about expanding on like supposedly expanding on like some of the economic shit that he already did, I guess, within the first, you know, like year that he was president. Um, and it also includes, this is the notable thing because you said domestic terrorism, but he said that uh, he's going to register the KKK and Antifa as terrorist organizations. 
So it's interesting that like, yes, you got to keep perpetuate, perpetuating this like false, like ideology, this false narrative, I should say of, uh, of, uh, protecting America from terrorism. You know, you gotta, you gotta come out to the proud boy with people that are fucking like beating the shit out of people. They like beat at the shit out of like this, uh, live streamer and like the police are now investigating it. Like there's a video of it. It's, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, you just the platinum plan. He would be building up peaceful Operation Warp Speed. They can't come out. They don't he have would good be building names. Up peaceful urban neighborhoods with the highest standards of policing, <laughs> and it's called the platinum plan. Oh my god! What is that? What is the what is the highest? What what did it? The highest what? The highest levels oh, no. of policing is that like more I, armored I feel vehicles? Like, so we talked before about the difference between a dog whistle and then just like all out calling people like to to arms because like the election is unfair. Make sure yeah, you the, protect uh, your Second Amendment tornado rights. Tornado sirens. Your guns. Yeah, exactly. Tornado sirens versus dog whistle. Yeah. So I feel like when he says we'll be yeah. building up peaceful urban neighborhoods with the highest standards of policing, that's a dog whistle because he's he's. He's yes. presumably speaking to black Americans, but that's bullshit because he's been saying and his, you know, what are those called? The people who talk for him, you know, who like come out and say things like, no, like the, they, they're called like just proxies, um, basically secretaries and stuff. No, uh, yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. Let's call it the goon squad. That's <laughs> great. Goon squad? So his goon squad comes out and talks about how like a sub- suburbs should be scared because under Biden, yes. all these people are going to move in and make it unpeaceful. So now, but don't worry, he's going to make peaceful neighborhoods, peaceful black the, neighborhoods. The and order. Why are you the, good to at the that? platinum plan? Stop well, it. I, Hey, little public space travel. This is La- Donald J. What? Trump. No. I'm going to bring oh. law I quit. and We're done. order. And Platinum see. plan. Oh, no. <laughs> it's law and order and it's shock and awe. Also, I think the thing is, is he's they're like strategically, they're able to give up the fact that they go, okay, look, we're, we want to label Antifa as terrorists, yes. but we can't just label them because they have this whole thing. So we'll also yeah. say the KKK is terrorists. But that's fine because the KKK doesn't even wear yeah. KKK stuff anymore. They just show up as Proud Boys. Right. So it doesn't right, matter. Right, we don't right. lose anything. Which the, 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 by the way, the designer of the shirt that the Proud Boys wear hates the fact that they use his shirt for Proud Boy stuff. Just, just a little, a little factoid <sighs> that I found out. <laughs> really? <laughs> the other day, they're also, like, yeah, they're, I forgot his name. They're but very he's, distasteful. He's just like, I hate that they, yeah, he's like, I, this isn't what I wanted. This was just a shirt that I designed. I didn't want it to be used for this. <laughs> The, the shirt, the shirt is just. And so he's always like, "Please stop too. using my shirt! Please stop using my shirt for this." Did they choose black and yellow like intentionally because it's the anarcho-capitalist, like the super uh, neoliberalism plus like? I mean, when it comes down to it, it's just like ethno-nationalism. But is that? I, are they, I don't. Know. I don't know. Also, there's a reason why they're called proud boys. Why? Why? <laughs> That was just a little like joke, little jab, little jab, um, little jab. So I did read something that made me feel better today. Since we're, I mean, we sort of devolved into yes. news because it's hard. I feel like it's hard to sustain a conversation about our feelings, though. And really, anger is easy. Oh, yeah. Like it's so easy, and the news is so full of things that we can be angry about. But yeah. I did see some good news today that like almost nine hundred thousand people have voted. 
And at yes, the same I did time in the last oh, wow. election, it was only something like 10,000 people had all, yep. had voted. And so Hooray. I can't help but feel like all every single one of those 900,000 votes are for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> like in my head, like that's... Yeah, just people rushing. Every, that's that's the part. All, I mean, all. yeah, it's uh, like my my feelings about things it's like like you're saying like it's like okay we could talk about the news and it's easy to get angry but it's like it's i can't devolve my feelings from the news yeah like because it's yeah. it's because it's like i'm all, like i'm here in my little in my little home and i just have my little you know radio dish my antenna dish just pointed out at the world just trying to figure out what's going on out there <laughs> And, you know, just like, hey, how's everyone doing? Oh, really not good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really not good. Oh, oh, bad, bad, oh, bad. Sorry. sorry about that. What about over in this area? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe worse. You know, just point it around. Uh-huh. Just, and I, I kind of I feel like, I think I've been saying this before, but like, just even just the fact that, you know, like 200,000 people have died from, from COVID alone isn't, it's, I feel like I'm in this mourning period all the time over this. And that that is just like the base layer of just sort of like just anguish that I feel. And then there's other stuff on top of that that keeps happening. So that's just like, and so, yeah, so it's, I'm, I, it's weird because I want to talk more about like how, how I feel, but it's hard because I feel like I try to keep it so guarded in a way because it's, it's like, I don't really know how to say how I actually feel. I don't know the words to describe what all of this is. I saw this review for a film coming out of China and it's the, it's touted as like the very first sort of like look at, at this pandemic. So it's called 76 days, I believe. And it follows the first 76 days of the outbreak in Wuhan And the person who reviewed it was like maybe from the New Yorker, the Atlantic, something like that. And he was talking about the fact that this is going to be that right now it doesn't have a U.S. distributor. So we don't have it in the U.S. yet, but we we need it because it takes such a stark human look at the cost of covid and I think that that's something like we all think about 200,000 people dying and no matter who they are, no matter if we know one of them, that's horrific. But we don't mm-hmm. see any of that here. Like we haven't seen the inside of, of, of medical wards. We've seen every once in a while some, you know, like a, a refrigerated truck and people talking about how they have to keep bodies in there. We, the United States media hasn't spent enough time looking at that human cost. What is 200,000 people look like? Where are these bodies being kept? Who is dying? Like, mm-hmm. none of that is really happening. They I remember when the New York Times published a thousand names on their, like, their front page or whatever yeah. a million yeah. years ago? We're 200,000. Yeah. yeah. They said that it's going to probably be up to 400,000, about half a million by December of this year, literally months away. How do you, how do we, 
how, like how, 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 I don't even know how to process that, but I think that it's not okay that so many people are allowed not to process it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think that we should think about 200,000 people and shrug our shoulders. And I think that as humans, we don't do that, but I think there are a lot of people who have, and that allows them to continue to support an administration Mm -hmm. who fucked up so poorly Mm -hmm. that that many people have died. They're they're gone so poorly yeah. that 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 the u.s passport yeah. is almost useless at this point or like is useless like the other only countries that are willing to have like open travel with us are other countries that are also doing kind of shitty i think a lot of them i think brazil is one of them that like their mm. their leader is is basically trying to mimic trump's behavior mm-hmm. um bolsonaro uh, bolsonaro yeah um yeah yeah yeah, like, it's so crazy. Yeah, shit's wild. Like, I, I hate, like, I actually literally, I was like, okay, let me see how feasible actually is it to leave this country. And we can't even go to Canada. I don't have money to go beyond Canada. So that's, so I'm like, okay, so that's it. So, uh, you know, what do, we, what do we really do? The other part that's really been worrying me is all this talk about civil war. I do kind of feel like we're already in one because I think to me kind of like when, uh, even when like Heather Heyer was killed, yes, at Charlotte. To me, one one to me like one 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 death is enough. Like I don't, I don't know how many people. Like I keep saying, like I don't know how many people have to die for to for, to feel like there are people who are willing to kill me based on the fact that I want free health care. Essentially, like at the end of the day, like all I wanted was free health care, yeah. and instead we're the terrorists um, of America, and like I just. I struggle with understanding like how to feel about all of this because it's the idea of actually having like like the idea that if everybody was to consign themselves to okay we're at a civil war that would mean more people dying more friends family members innocent people dying which wouldn't really be great either so that like you know it's I don't like the idea of feeling like I have to you know, I used to not feel like I had to protect myself so, you know, fearfully, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it seems like it's just almost, I don't know, like it seems like it's almost irresponsible not to consider this on a, on a bigger level because there's also the possibility of, of you know, Trump just dismissing flat out the, the, uh, the election results. Um, even, even if, you know, there, there's a lot of articles about how uh, if Trump doesn't accept the the results come January 1st, there is still a lot of, you know, powers in place that will make it so that he won't be able to remain in the office. But that's still January, and that's still pretty far. And even given that, that doesn't mean there won't be collateral. And so, so like, even, even the good outcome, <laughs> like, to me, like, even the best outcome through all this, which it honestly is Biden winning, unfortunately... Uh, and becoming the president, it's still like we have to contend with the fact that we're probably still not going to be able to leave this country and we're probably still going to have to live with people who are very willing and, and eager to to kill uh, us um, who, who you know, desire peace and unity. Uh, that's, all, that's all that I really wanted was peace and unity and for my taxes to actually be used appropriately for, for the people, really. Um, I don't know. 
Sorry. <laughs> you fucking fascist. Mm. I don't mean to. Wait. I don't mean to offend anybody, but <laughs> it would be nice if we all had free health care. Do we have to talk again? <laughs> oh. Oh, no. you mean that makes well, you a, a socialist. socialist? Sorry, yeah. you fucking socialist. I'm a fascist. Yeah, I'm just left. trying. You're an anti. You're a national socialist. socialist. No, just kidding. They're not the same. That's true. You know what? It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Words have no meaning. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is true. Oh, sorry. Uh, did I just did I take a turn there? I uh, to bring it back to like the. Did you say it was nine hundred thousand people voted? Yeah, I really almost nine almost nine hundred thousand people. I I really I really wish it was nine hundred thousand people uh, voting in their local communities to do yeah. a general strike because that's what we yeah, need that right would. now. Like, sure, I guess, like, put Biden in. Basically, just don't put Trump in. Sure, great. But then, like, let's general strike and let's build that community. And What would happen if the internet shut off? <sighs> oh, my God. I've had conversations with my partner about this, like, a million times. Because oh. I feel like that would be good. <laughs> like, dead ass. No school. Okay. Well, yeah. then no school part. No work. But even now, yes, just well, not no, forever. Yeah. Like just like as a like as a cultural reset. Let's go eight months. I don't know why that just felt right. Eight months to reset. <laughs> I was thinking like if the internet was to go out, and then people would have to be like um, nine months. We'll burn the you know, news society. People couldn't you know contend themselves with watching Netflix uh, and stuff like that, and then maybe they would. Move their asses a little more. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true. We basically, <laughs> we basically, re- we basically return to like the early '90s, mid '90s, where yeah, like right before AIM, right before like you know, like the AOL 1,000 hour discs, yes. where you'd like call your friends on a landline that looked like a hamburger or it was a see-through phone. Yes, you know, like it'd be like that time when the internet was more organic, and we'd go out and have like water balloon fights. The internet was just useful enough where you could have some fun with it, but it was also still cumbersome enough where you didn't want to spend all day on it. Where your parents were like super worried about who you might be talking to in chat yeah. rooms, and so they like actually yeah. like paid attention. And they should have been. That that happened for me. Yes. That never happened for you, Laz. <laughs> parents care. Yeah. The parents caring. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Hot damn. Okay, well that's true. Um, parents wanting to control every aspect of your life so closely that they so closely well, monitor jealous. your chat room experience because because the only yeah. people in chat yep. rooms were either people your age or pedophiles those are the only two populations yeah it's 50 50 chance it was your it was actually your friend from middle school <laughs> it was only jimmy from friend or jimmy from that house that no one really visits and people only go in, know, in, really into it but never out yeah. <laughs> I, that, that we that we are that we are joking about oh, and no. also sort of looking back on this oh. time in history with like some sort of familiarity and love is tells you how bad things are today mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember when all we had to worry about was like uh, AOL, uh, AOL was pedophiles oh. and Chris Hansen was going to free us all. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Why don't you have a seat right over there? <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I hope that our listeners can find our a of the same relatable like time frame, so that they'll be like, oh, I remember that. But also B, like I hope this nostalgia like gives them the feels from us, the field team six here at PST. They could be like, Oh yeah, I remember like putting on MTV to like VCR record system of a down 
It's like new music video so that they could play it back for their mom and their mom mm-hmm. being like, what, what is this music? And you're like, this is my music. I like, yeah. Or, or um, or having the having the the VCR record Pokemon episodes because they they aired before you got home from the school and then you rush home and you immediately watch it even though your mom would be like well you recorded it so you can do your homework and you can watch it later you're like no <laughs> absolutely not. I was no. way more into music and so I <laughs> I was of the generation where I would actually like listen and like push record on a tape to like get the music that I liked and it, mm. the the like can, yeah, can you yeah. describe that technology? If you don't know what you're using a pen <laughs> for that? with a tape, then we can't talk. So, um, but you the the whole game was like trying to record the song so that you got the beginning and the end, but without the jingle, right? So like it had to be like the beginning of the song, uh, yeah. and then like you'd have to be right uh, there yeah. and be like stop, mm-hmm. like right before the jingle for the radio station started. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was that was a fun game, my whole life. <laughs> basically am i the only one who like felt like it was really really wrong like bad to like open up your portable cd player while the cd was like spinning and playing worried that you'd like Mm -hmm. scratch it right like you were super worried yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i was afraid that the laser beam of the cd would like hurt (laughs) radiation oh you you were afraid of you being hurt yeah i was like yeah i could always buy a new like uh third eye blind album because I only listened to that one song. <laughs> I, I treated my disc player like it was given to me from the gods. <laughs> like, like I would handle it so carefully, and it it was just it would be right by my if I if I was walking with it, it was like it was like the fucking like holy grail that I was Maybe. carrying in my. <laughs> Do you remember the headphones that were like soft pillow, flat pillow cushions, and they had like a tiny like little thing that wrapped around your ears, but it just like sat on your ears, you know, like little ear pillow yeah. cushions <laughs> those yeah <laughs> like little ear pillows do you remember those headphones that were supposed to be the, like they were designed to make sure that you could still have cool hair and they they specifically only went behind your head oh yeah yeah oh yeah for sure i don't know why they don't make those because i actually really love that <laughs> no i have you a do? pair of those i'll send them to you i don't ever use like them. I, I my my look blue, was like what i'm doing now where it's just one one fully on the other one mm. just kind of mm. off that was my whole thing for mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a whole semester at least. I can see you like mm-hmm. super pulling that off though. It, Girls were probably like, hey. They, I wish they were. <laughs> I wish that was the case. I like that. I, I like, like that one ear look I like you got that, going like, on. I like that swag you Lucy. have with the, with the headphones there. Wow, that look is sick. Um, <laughs> it's the other lingo of the day. You know what? I'm going to say that they probably thought that and then they felt too nervous to say anything because I, I certainly never received that feedback. <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure they were probably just they were intimidated that's what it was yes yes that's <laughs> look at us yeah. look at us in our nostalgia <laughs> yeah and we feel better uh, so that's 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 a trick you can do think about the days when it was good if you had them think about the good days this is this is what's dangerous yeah. though yeah. i'm pretty sure that other people do that too and <laughs> Oh, simpler times. Simple, simpler times. I, well, we we did one podcast before where we talked about. Uh, I forgot what it was, but I was talking about like conspiracy theories, and I was like, "Oh, remember like nine eleven conspiracy yeah. theories and stuff? Those were like, those were fun times. <laughs> like those were fun conspiracies where it was like the Illuminati's the secret. They're the ones behind everything, and it was just like." I mean, I know for some people it wasn't, but for me it was like I remember that as like almost like a. 
like now when you think about QAnon conspiracy theories i'm like i miss illuminati conspiracy i I remember watching zeitgeist and be like oh maybe i should question everything maybe that is healthy but i don't know about these theories yeah have you seen the zeitgeist yeah (laughs) i i remember when the conspiracy theories were worse than the actual reality but now we have an american (laughs) president who's a russian puppet so i mean Huh. Reality has become the ultimate. Maybe that's where we're gonna end up. The ultimate uh, uh, soap opera. Mm. It's it's. You think of Clash of the Titans, which is well, the eight, the movie from the eighties that I literally just watched this morning. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, and you think about like how petty the Greek gods were and stuff, and it's like that's that's now you can just that's like who's in office and who like all those people. They they're not not that they're gods, but just that. It actually isn't really that grand or... Do uh, they know that? No. no, they don't. No, wait. They No, yes, they do know that they're not gods, but they also know that other people treat them like they are, so they use that to their advantage, is my, my take. You know what makes me feel better? You guys make me feel better. Aww. I always feel, whenever I miss time to talk to you all, because, you know, I'm curled in a corner trying to deal with every day, um, I feel, I kind of feel worse. And then I talk to you all and I feel better because not every, not everything's bad. Like, I want the world to be better for all of us. I know you all are working on it. That makes me feel better. Same. I always feel better when I talk to you guys. Last week I talked to myself and it was okay. <laughs> Damn. As as I as I noted, I was curled in a corner dealing with every day. No. Well, you said well, like I and I don't I don't think I I think now it's not too late to get released. But I'll just say like I I remember talking about how I was like we should all be painting if we feel like painting. Like I was going on a rant and then I love that later you texted me saying like I was painting and I was like yes. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's I've funny. Been, I've been yeah, too. you. Te- yeah, because I texted because I was like, I'm so sorry. I just I feel awful when I miss <laughs> things that I feel not. I don't feel obligated to do this. I actually do want to be with you people and have sort of better. a say in the things. You better. That yeah, exactly. But I mean, then there are some days where I'm just like, I can't, dude. I can't. You know, I can't, I just, I can't deal with Lazarus. I just can't. It's just, yeah. It's specifically you. God, how rude! Lazarus and his and his and his miniatures. <laughs> Lazarus, no. Whatever. I've said like the nicest things to you on text. So you can share them with with our with our listeners. That if they if they donate to the Patreon, you can read them some of the very nice things I've said about yes. you. That's true. That's true. The five dollar level, you get something and taste like this. You get to. I like uh, you. But fuck you, Lazarus Wolf. (laughs) I like you, and if you don't like it, then you can just fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) That's just one great thing that they've told me. Quoted. I literally, I I did have to have, like, I was going over, like, my budgeting stuff recently, and I was like, um, uh, I was like, you know, I I did spend a lot on musical instrument stuff, but it's like one of probably the only thing that's keeping me sane, like being able to play music is Mm. like the the only thing that's like, 
like there's other things, but it's the it's eighty five percent of what is holding me together is being able to do music at this time. So it's like there's no it's it's always interesting because when I go over my budget, I'm like, okay, where's my money going? What am I like? Where is the you know like where is it going to? And I'm thinking like, am I wasting money? And I have to keep telling myself that it's not a waste of money because I'm not used to having money to spend. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I've see this. The whole uh, internet shutting down thing would help me a lot because internet shopping. I'm out of control, and and my partner. Whenever I'm looking at stuff, he's like, "Are you internet shopping?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You should get it." And he doesn't even know what I'm looking at. It could be literally anything, and so I don't need that sort of negativity in my life I or positivity. Thing. I guess that that's the kind of positivity I don't need in my life. Is it enabling? You shouldn't spend money on internet shopping. That's what I need. <laughs> You mean you don't need the, the enabling? Yeah. I, of it? Yes, I don't need that kind of enabling in my life. But I think it's funnier to say that I don't need that kind of positivity. Yeah. Uh, I do the same thing. My partner is like shopping for stuff. He's like, we should get this. Like, yeah, we should get it. We should get it. Get this stuff. All creature comforts, whatever. Delivery. What the hell? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Same day shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's all good, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I guess that's it. If anyone else has to add to, um, this is this is our our field yeah, team's. All right. Six, <laughs> oh, this is our field team six episode. Maybe we'll just always do this. I don't know. I wait. Well, fast. <laughs> I just wanted to say too because in the last when I was talking to myself last week, I oh. was going. I was, <laughs> I was, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like uh, with the other thing with the format is, um, I don't actually know what makes good content. And I feel like there's also a limitation because it is just an audio podcast and we can see each other, but the audience can't see us. And, um, it's, there are so many podcasts where people just talk willy nilly mm-hmm. and all the stuff and say what's on their mind. But also I feel like I operate better in that space, but also I do like when we have, like, when we are kind of like going through the news. Although we kind of just did it today, but uh, I, I keep I keep struggling back and forth in my mind as to like what what makes good content, what makes good audio content, what makes us like I don't know interesting if that matters, you know. And it's something I can't help but think about because it's what we do and. I don't know. I don't even know if it really matters because I also in that same little speech that I was giving to myself was, uh, I don't know if anyone's listening. <laughs> like I haven't heard from anybody. And I was literally like, I think you're interested. Please reach out to me if you're listening. Like if you don't like, I don't know, like tell me I suck or something. Something would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think that it's good for, I think that what we do is react to things in the world that we feel like need to be discussed. And so I think that there's, you know, yeah. positivity. That's the kind of positivity I need in my life. You know, like I think that sometimes we talk, I mean, there are times that, I mean, I yes. wasn't able to be on that recording and I don't know if, if yeah. anybody read what I wrote about the NBA and WNBA strikes, but like, I, I still feel really strongly about mm-hmm. that, that moment in time. And, that's proof that that sort of collective power can affect change at a higher, at a higher level. And 
I think that 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 shit is important to talk about. You know, I think that today I'd I'd want to leave people with knowing that 900,000 of their fellows are, are voting in the next president. They've already done that. And we are five weeks from the election and that number is just going to keep going up. People want us to believe that it's hopeless and, or that it's already predetermined and it isn't. And, we can have a say in, in things moving forward and we can continue to have a say in things moving forward. It would be nice if it didn't have to get this bad for people to feel like they're, you know, franchised, but. And then that was, that was actually the other thing that I was was touching on when I was mentioning the painting is I was, as I was, I was remarking on uh, the importance of embracing all human aspects. Like when it comes to like activism and politics that there's, there's always this like dialogue of like, oh, like, you know, you're at dinner and like, oh, let's, let's not get into politics or like, you know, or if someone likes an, a musician, an artist, and then their next album, they decide to talk about politics and they're like, oh, I like them before they got political. And it's like, there's a separation of, of politics. And I think that we should blend everything together and it should all be one thing. So that way it's not like, you know, all of a sudden, oh, we all have to try to learn what politics even are. Um, and uh, but at the same time, people who are very into politics to to embrace more of like like the painting. Like if you want to go paint, paint, like paint, incorporate all human aspects into it. Because the at the end of the day, I feel like what the future that I'm trying to fight for is a future where we can all do what we want. It makes us happy, and you know, it's not just yelling at Republicans all day. Um, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> which. Which is fun in its own right, but you know, I don't want to spend all day yelling at Republicans. Um, I want to so play music sometimes. And congratulations on your purchases. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Tuesday, which is the, I guess this wouldn't come out before then. Maybe it will. I don't know. But um, I'm planning on on Tuesday, the 29th, is the first presidential debate between Biden and Trump. Uh, it starts 9 p.m. Eastern time. So for us on the West Coast, Best Coast, we'll be starting at 6 p.m. like to do a public space travel live watch. Um, we got to figure out how to do that. But I, even if it's just myself, I really want to do that. Um, for me personally, I'm going to find it very entertaining. And I'm also probably going to get really sad. And then... Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I, I'd like to do that. I'd, ideally, I'd like to do it for each presidential debate. We could probably do it through time. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but definitely on the 29th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, <laughs> we will do it. Okay, well, stay tuned. People well, in the future are already after the debate, probably. Hey, y'all. Thank you for being amazing <laughs> thank, humans. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you all, one and all. (laughs) All you fine, true Americans. (laughs) Okay. Public, public space travel.
Hi everyone, this is Lazarus Wolf. Just wanted to do a shout out to our patrons. Absolutely a genuine, massive thank you to our supporters who help us continue this podcast. So thank you, David, Noeli, and the Midnight Sloth for supporting us at the $5 solidarity level. I like you, and if you can't handle it, you can just, you know, fuck off. Please consider donating to your local bail or mutual aid fund or another charity for social justice. If also able, you can also support us at patreon.com slash public space travel.